Hi, welcome to Feel the Boot. I'm Lance, and today I want to talk about why execution is more important than ideas. I'm certainly not the first person to espouse this opinion, but in my experience, there's a lot of founders out there who haven't internalized it yet. So why even bother talking about execution versus ideas? I mean, wouldn't we obviously want to have really great ideas backed by amazing execution? Well, of course we would. But the problem is, a lot of founders, and certainly the media, have fetishized the big idea and blown it up into being this all-important thing. And so many articles talk about the great idea that's out there, whereas execution tends to be boring. But the problem is, in many cases, this leads to a build-it-and-they-will-come kind of business, where, well, if I've got this great idea, obviously the company will just sort of follow from that, whereas it doesn't at all. And in many cases, the founder is so protective of their big idea that they don't want to share it with people. They don't tell the world about the company that they're trying to start. And that itself can then hamper their ability to grow and execute. And so I think we need to sort of dethrone the big idea as being on the pinnacle and focus on execution, which in my experience is really the difference between the successful and unsuccessful businesses. I don't want to suggest that ideas are unimportant. Ideas happen throughout a business's life cycle. They are the foundation of what you then execute against. So clearly they're important. But when I'm talking about ideas today, I'm talking about the big idea. I'm gonna put that in quotes and capitals, right? That thing, that light bulb moment around which the business is built. I think that's much less important than the boring day-to-day -day execution. And I say this as an idea guy. That's really my forte is coming up with ideas. And even I am gonna tell you, it's the execution that really matters. So let's unpack that idea of needing to protect your big idea. Now, in 99.9% .9 of the businesses that I see, that idea isn't actually the key to making money in the business. Now, if it is, if the entire business is built around some invention, some really critical piece of intellectual property, go patent it and then tell the world about it and talk to everyone. But other than that, you're not gonna lose the business because you shared the idea, because behind the idea is your vision of how it fits in and how you sell it and how you execute it and all the rest that goes around that. And that's much more difficult to steal. So go ahead and tell the world. Now, while I was reading up on what other people had said on this topic, two quotes came up that I thought were really interesting. And I'm gonna glance down because I wanna make sure I get these right. And uh, the first was Derek Sievers. And he said, ideas are worth nothing unless they're executed. They're just multipliers. And he actually has a really interesting article, which I'll link to in the description, that shows how he thinks about uh, ideas as just being a multiplier for the execution, which is where the fundamental value comes from. And the other thought came from Ron Lesham. And he talked about the idea that we need to stop talking about business as a noun. Because when we talk about it as a noun, we think of it as a thing and we look at what is in it. And that often uh, prioritizes things like the idea. Whereas he suggests we should think of business as a verb. You do business. And that puts the emphasis on the activity. It makes it a verb. It's what you are doing. It's the execution of the thing. If you stop time, the business effectively ceases to exist other than 
you know, if it's a mine and it owns tangible property, but what actually generates the money is the doing, and that's what you really want to focus on. And so thinking of business as a verb, I really like because it keeps your head in the right space. Now, another reason that I focus on execution versus the idea, especially as an investor, is that your idea is extremely likely to change. In my experience, looking at successful businesses, almost all of them have had at least one major pivot. They've completely changed the thing that they're doing. And so the idea that they started off talking about isn't the idea that they end up executing against at the end of the day, right? They've learned things as they went. And that's another reason why so often investors look for the team rather than the great idea, because they know you're probably not going to be doing the same idea at the end of the day. What I wanna know is that there's a group of people in the business with the capabilities and tenacity to continue to execute significant, successfully whichever direction they end up going. In reality, your big idea is probably not all that novel anyway, certainly not if it's a good idea. Most good ideas are based around some significant existing pain point or need that's out there in the market. And if you've seen it, many other people have probably seen it as well. There could be hundreds if not thousands of other people who have recognized this need and have had the same idea, but perhaps have not even chosen to execute it. Maybe it's because they're too busy. I have tons of what I think of, in my humble opinion, are really good ideas, almost none of which I ever go after, because that would make me stop working on the thing that I'm already executing against. And one of the great mantras that I've learned in business is it's often more important what you don't do than what you do do. But in all likelihood, many other people have had this idea. There may be many other startups already existing in stealth mode working on this problem. And in fact, if you're the only person in the world executing on the idea that you've had, that might actually suggest that there's some very fundamental problems with the idea. Is there some problem with the market? Is there some problem with the approach you're taking? Why isn't anyone going after this? Right? The number of truly novel ideas out there is really, really small. There's an interesting thing that I've seen. I know it from science primarily, where it just turns out that it is an idea's time to happen. All the different elements are in place. The trends are converging, and this idea is going to happen. So one of the most famous inventor, uh, thinkers out there is Einstein, right? hugely famous for inventing special relativity. But if you actually look at what was going on at his time, there were a number of other individuals and teams working in very parallel lines. And we would have had something that looks basically exactly like special relativity within probably not more than a couple of years of that date. Because the groundwork was in place, the problems were becoming well understood, the experimental results that pointed in this direction and showed the existing problems with the prior theories were all there. And so if it wasn't Einstein, it would have been someone else and it would have been someone else very soon. In fact, we see the same thing with Darwin. Again, hugely famous. Everyone knows his name, invented this great idea of, you know, uh, descent of species and evolution and, you know, survival of the fittest, but not at all the only person thinking about that. In fact, there were competitors actively writing their books at the same time he was working, and Darwin was very concerned about this race that he was in with the other people. So it's often the case that when it is time for an idea, the idea will come forth. And so that suggests that in those cases, it's less important 
to hide the idea than it is to just be really effective at executing it and getting it out there quickly. In fact, being novel isn't often all that important. There are entire books written on this idea of the fast second, where someone has an idea and launches a company around it, and someone else sees that idea, says, wow, that's a great idea, I can do that twice as well, and executes on it better, and ends up being the winning company, even though they were the second entrant to market. I saw one article talking about this issue, which was suggesting that the idea was supreme, and the writer talked about Leonardo da Vinci as the example of this, that this person had these amazing ideas and that was really the fantastic thing about them. And it's true, tons of amazing ideas, lots of inventions, almost none of which were ever built or ever made any difference to the world, right? He invented the helicopter that was never built. He invented you know, mobile tanks that were never built and frankly wouldn't have worked if, if they were built. Right? All of these great ideas were really cool on paper and you know, make nice posters to put on your wall, but what actually made him famous? What was it that he did that is the reason that we know about him today? It's his flawlessly executed paintings and sculptures. That's what actually made him famous. In fact, let's take a look at a couple of companies that in many cases are thought of as being pioneering, as being idea-driven. To me, the most iconic example of that is Apple. Everyone talks about them as being innovative and Steve Jobs being this enormous visionary. But the biggest invention that Apple had, which was the graphical user interface, the original Macintosh computers with the mouse, they didn't invent. That was invented by Xerox. Now, Xerox did a really bad job of executing against it. Apple recognized the value of the idea, executed it well, got it easy to use and out into the market and understood where it needed to be deployed and had become the most valuable company in the world. Look at Ford, right? Revolutionized the auto industry. Did he invent the car? No. Did he invent really any aspects of the car, that the Model T? Not really. What did he invent? He invented the assembly line. He created a system for building the cars faster, more efficiently, more reliably, with interchangeable parts. He took the existing idea of interchangeable parts that would have been used in the gun industry and applied it here at a larger scale. Again, it's all about the execution. That's what allowed him to make more cars more affordably and undercut everyone else. In fact, another example of a great innovator in cars is Elon Musk, the guy who owns Tesla and SpaceX. But the Tesla is far from the first electric car. There have been endless electric cars before. What did he do? He did it better. The Tesla is a joy to drive. It's fast, it's you know, responsive, it handles really well, it's exciting and the marketing he's done around it has been phenomenal, right? He's just, the name and the excitement and the buzz around it is second to none. But it isn't the electric car, right? That's not the idea. It's how he was able to deliver on the electric car that's made them so successful. Even though they don't sell that many cars, they're worth more than basically any other car company. Now, again, I don't wanna suggest that ideas don't matter, but consider the ratio. The time it takes to have that aha moment, that idea for the company that, you know what, there's this real pain that I see in this industry and I think this would be a great way to solve it. That idea takes minutes. Grinding through all the work to show how to execute against it and then execute against it, 
That could be the work of years to decades. A couple of minutes for the idea, decades of work, and that's where all the value really happens. So I think that's where the focus needs to be in all of our talking about entrepreneurism. So please, founders, stop treating your big idea like the crown jewels of England and locking them in a vault with a bunch of guys with silly hats and machine guns out front. Bring them out, let them out into the world, share them with everyone, let people help you with them, help them refine them, question your ideas, right? You want your ideas going through a crucible. If they're not good ideas, you wanna find out about it, right? You, you want people to be willing to tell you, your baby's ugly and you need to go get a new idea. The more you talk about it, the more you're going to be able to work at moving it forward. So put that idea out there as soon as you possibly can, as much as you possibly can. And when you pitch, do tell me your idea, but don't just tell me your idea. Tell me how you're going to make that idea a reality that will make you and me money. Thanks for listening to this episode of Feel the Boot. I hope you found it useful and interesting, and if so, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher. I also encourage you to check out our website at feeltheboot.com and our Feel the Boot YouTube channel with video versions of these podcasts. Finally, I would really appreciate it if you would share this information with other entrepreneurs. I'm trying to help as many people as possible. Till next time, ciao.